This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. You might have seen that the new GOP-controlled House passed its first energy focus bill on Thursday. Lawmakers approved legislation aimed at preventing oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve from being shipped to China. It was meant to be a messaging bill from Republicans, but it actually got significant support from over 100 Democrats. Still, though, analysts say it won't really hurt China all that much, even if it somehow makes it past the Democratic-controlled Senate, which is unlikely. So today we chat with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about what exactly this bill does, its bipartisan appeal and tangible impact on China, and how it fits into the GOP's broader energy agenda moving forward. It's Friday, January 13th. Ben, can you break down this bill that the House passed on Thursday that would ban sales of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to China? And what are House Republicans trying to do here? Yeah. The Department of Energy, when it does a sale of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, may not sell the oil to companies with Chinese ties, like Chinese companies, I guess. But in the second clause, it says, actually, yes, they can do that as long as the company does not export the oil to China. So you only really needed one of those clause, but that's just kind of nitpicking. This was to a certain extent, a messaging bill where they were trying to tweak the Biden administration over its SPR sales from last year. You may remember that the Biden administration authorized 180 million barrels of oil to be sold out of the SPR. I mean, it was first authorized last March when Russia went into Ukraine, which was disrupting international fuel markets. And oil companies around the world were struggling to react to the surge in fuel demand after the pandemic had put a stake in the heart of everyone driving. So this was kind of a way to relitigate the whole SPR debate. Out of all these millions, you know, 180 million barrels sold, I think less than 6 million ended up going to a subsidiary of China's Sinopec oil company. And we're not even sure how much of that actually went to China. I'm sure some of it did, but it's not a great amount by any means. Right. And given all that, though, and as you said, this was a GOP messaging bill, the bill did clear the House by a healthy margin and Democrats, a good amount, actually supported it. So why do you think this bill had bipartisan appeal in the end? Yeah, it was interesting. A lot of the floor debate on this uh, featured Democrats, including the Energy and Commerce Committee ranking member Frank Pallone, really coming out against it and saying, you know, basically, there's a little attempt at blame shifting, saying, well, Republicans are the one who opened up the exports spigot anyway, back when they negotiated to lift the ban on exporting oil out of the U.S., which didn't really get anywhere. I talked to a few folks after this passed, and I think the main reason why so many Democrats voted for this is whenever you have anything that bashes China, you're going to get some folks going in on it to an extent that this is very much not expected to clear the Senate. Usual, it gives them a little safety measure. They're not going to get bashed in commercials for a representative so-and-so loves exporting oil to, to fill China's own strategic petroleum reserve. They get to vote for banning this and knowing that it's never actually going to happen. Yeah, for sure. And if somehow the Democratic-controlled Senate did consider this bill, what are market analysts saying would be the actual impact given, right? I mean, most oil going to China is not through the SPR, but I mean, what would banning SPR oil, the small amount actually do or, or mean? 
for the market, it would not mean much at all. I mean, some folks raise a point like, look, last year was really an anomaly of how much SPR oil we sold. Only a small percentage of that went to China. They don't expect that many SPR sales to be happening anytime soon. And there's also the idea that oil is a, as I like to say, is a global market with a fungible commodity. If a Chinese company wants US oil, they don't need to go to the SPR to get it. Even if they do, they could buy SPR oil, swap it with someone on the Gulf Coast and get non-SPR oil exported to China. So this is not something that's expected to do much in the market. You know, some folks raise the issue, if anything, if this did go into effect, you could expect China to lodge a complaint with the World Trade Organization saying that this is an unfair practice. Or barring that, China could then say, well, you know what, we're also going to limit our imports of U.S. soybeans or basically start a trade tip. That would be out of proportion for the amount of barrels actually at stake here. It, It wouldn't actually be doing much. You know, we also have heard that Republicans wanted to make high energy prices a top goal of theirs. And I I don't quite see how this fits into there. Josh, like, how do you see this bill fitting into their broader agenda? I mean, what next steps are you watching for on the Hill? That's right. I mean, Republicans were pretty open in saying this would do nothing to lower energy prices. If anything, it might raise it. They're saying, I spoke with John Curtis, a Republican of Utah. Look, we're trying to make a separate point on this one. This is a national security angle. Don't let our SPR go to an adversary. There's lots of time to actually work on a legislative package on energy and climate, again, mostly on the energy side, but could be some components that help with emissions that Republicans have promised, permitting being the big one. And I also spoke with Kathy McMorris-Rogers after the vote, who is the chair of the Energy and Commerce Committee. That committee finally has its members picked out. So they'll get to work. She said she was really encouraged to see so many Democrats support the SPR bill and what that might portend for getting stuff done. And and you were at, right, an American Petroleum Institute event where she mentioned permitting as a priority and including for oil and gas and the renewable side. So we'll, we'll see what, you know, if they live up to that. But they're basically saying, look, there's more to come. And all because we did this messaging bill out of the gate doesn't mean we can't do uh, more with our Democratic friends and their words later on. So we'll have to see. Also, for the first time in more than a decade, the Interior Department is expected to introduce a major update to regulations governing development of renewable energy in offshore federal waters. It's a move the agency estimates will save developers about $1 billion over 20 years. The planned changes to the department's development framework are an effort to reduce the often burdensome and complex process for deploying U.S. renewable energy projects. It would include restructuring the commercial lease terms for offshore projects and commit to providing a schedule of lease sales for the next five years. So far, only 42 megawatts of offshore wind power have been put into operation in the United States, but President Biden aims to deploy 30 gigawatts of offshore wind in coastal waters by 2030. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Political Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Norma Malaykel is the podcast producer. Raghu Manuvalan edited the show this week. Jenny Amens is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back on Monday. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. 
Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.